Martha, if you could think of a celebrity that you would truly want to sit down and have dinner with, mm-hmm. they have to be alive. Okay. Um, because they seem like somebody who, who as they portray themselves on TV and in social media and all that good stuff, mm-hmm. is exactly who they are in real life. Who would your person be? Can I have two? Yes, you can. <laughs> I'd want to have dinner with Snoop Dogg and The Rock. Okay, I like that. Because I think they're both really cool business guys, too. I know. They seem level-headed. Mm-hmm. It's just cool. Yeah. It's cool. Mine would be uh, Mila Kunis. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody, and welcome to I Got This with Lex and MGP. I'm Lex, and I've been a personal trainer over the last five years. Martha has been my client for three years, and over that time, she has lost over 50 pounds and changed her entire perspective on life. Join us each week as we dive into health, mindset, and everything in between. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to I Got This Pod. We are here today. (laughs) As always, happy Monday. So, Lex, I hear that you just went to a conference recently. I did. Give me a little... uh wrap up on that okay cool um yeah so i just went to vcon Mm -hmm. it's an nft conference okay i'm not going to talk a lot about that you guys probably know what what they are give us like a layman's quick definition all right so non-fungible tokens they are oh gosh it's so hard to explain (laughs) no really though so it's the web two is like twitter facebook Instagram, all that good stuff. Web3 is what NFTs are, and it's basically ownership within those items. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, isn't it kind of like if I owned art, I have art that I can hang on the wall. This is basically art that I own on the internet. Exactly. For I mean, I'm making it very basic there, but... Yeah, exactly. It's... um, So an NFT is anything that you can own. So it can be a JPEG, but there Mm -hmm. can be utility attached to this JPEG, right? Right. So non-fungible token could be a picture. But for example, to get into this conference, I had an NFT, Mm -hmm. but it was a ticket to the conference. And all I had to do to get in was scan that NFT. So that was my access into the conference, which is really cool. And then it gave me access to the app um, that went along with the conference. So there's so much that you can do with NFTs, um, but it's hard to explain because <laughs> not many people have unlocked sure. everything that goes with well, it. Well, it's in a new and emerging really world exactly. at this point. Exactly. Basically, it's just ownership yeah. online. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when you and I were talking about it, we weren't going to talk about NFTs per se. No. It's just one of the reasons you were at the conference. Yes. But you were telling me all these other exciting things that you learned at the conference. Yes. And that's what I really want to hear about. So, yeah. And I'm sure our listeners do as well. So give me one of the takeaways. Okay. So at this conference, it was really cool. It was was mostly an experience. Mm -hmm. So that's the biggest thing. It kind of felt like I was in Disney World, which was, like, shocking. Like, you walk in, and there are all these, like, big characters in okay. these costumes. So, um, if you guys look up Gary V, I would highly recommend it. He's on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, literally everything. Mm-hmm. He's he, written books. He's written books, mm-hmm. many books, yeah. yeah. Um, he's a motivational speaker, but also, like, an entrepreneur. He's done a lot of different things. So, he has these NFTs, and they're all, like, characters, and they remind me of Disney World characters, mm-hmm. right? So, like um, the big mascots running around. Exactly, but these characters are aligned with like morals, which okay. is really cool. So there's this kindness 
kudu, right? Mm -hmm. And there's the outgoing octopus. And then one of my favorite is the fearless fairy, right? Okay. So with all these characters are these kind of like morals that you want to instill in, Mm -hmm. in your children and in a community. And what this guy has done is he's built this community around these different aspects and morals, which is really amazing. But my favorite part about going into that conference and walking in is it felt like you're walking to, into Disney World or an experience. Okay. So there was the adventure astronaut walking around in this <laughs> giant costume, costume. And then on some of the walls, there was truly like graffiti. And it was at U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. So it's this giant, this giant stadium where normally... Thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of people are cheering on football teams. Right, right downtown there. Yep. Yeah. And, um, but there's like art. It felt more like an art conference than anything, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Almost like a living art gallery. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. There were ceramics of all these different characters. There were um, pictures that would, it was a great display of NFTs. So like you would have the picture on a, a picture frame, but it mm-hmm. would like change. And you could actually like be super interactive w- interactive with it and mm-hmm. like play with it, which was kind of cool. It's very futuristic sounding. Exactly. <laughs> it truly was like an experience. Like mm-hmm. you walked in and you felt like you were in a completely different Different world, which was cool. Yeah. So there were all these different speaker speakers. Deepak Chopra was oh, there. Nice. Yep. Snoop Dogg. Love some Snoop. <laughs> yeah. So there are a lot of really cool speakers that I want to talk more about. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse Itzler, who, if you guys don't know, look him up. He's um, an op- entrepreneur, a business enthusiast. He did an amazing speech that I'm not going to touch on a ton, but. Um, so I kind of wrote down like five takeaways that I had from this conference. Okay. And that can I, apply just to general life, not necessarily exactly, this world. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And it and I knew that walking into this conference it would change my perspective on things. Mm-hmm. I knew it would change my life, really. And I do feel like it did that. So one of the days we were led by through a um an actual meditation by Deepak Chopra. I mean, who gets the opportunity to do that? I know. <laughs> I know. So he had us like close his eyes and close our eyes. And he brought like awareness to ourself. Now, obviously, I can't, I can't explain how surreal it felt in person. Mm-hmm. But he said something that I do think will ever forever sit in my heart. Mm-hmm. He said, if you ever feel sad or lonely or depressed and are in a really dark place, Bring yourself to this question. How can I help others? And if you ask that question, your suffering will lessen. Hmm. I like that. It's cool. Yeah. I don't know. When I think of that, Mm -hmm. it does remind you that we are here to be there for one another. Mm Mm-hmm. And we are here to make others' lives better. And if you're sitting and focusing on, oh, I have a crappy life. Oh, things are going so poorly for me. They're not going how I want them to go. Or, oh, this really bad thing happened to me. And yes, of course, bad things happen. Absolutely. But if you can figure out how to help the person next to you, Mm -hmm. you're no longer focused on yourself. Correct. I like that. Yeah. All right, I'm going to put that in my uh, pocket and take it with me. Take it with you. Mm-hmm. I would, yeah. And I think the other thing that I, that sits with me on that one is 
and as I've taken it home is, yes, every day I'm, I'm not like, okay, I'm going to bring food to a home, the homeless, or I'm mm-hmm. not going to don't, you know, I'm not donating my time or my money or my assets all the time. But what I am doing is choosing to show up for other people as the best version of myself and listen more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't always have to be those big grand gestures. No. Because we don't always have the the will or the time. But I think just by showing up kind, Mm -hmm. calming your soul and listening, being a little bit more introspective to how you're treating others, I think that is helping other people. Oh, I agree. Mm -hmm. Kind of like we talked about, I think it was the last episode, choosing who you want to be, making those choices. Exactly. Or decisions. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... I don't know. I think that one sat with me a lot. And of course, that is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. So that was a good one. So there was another point in this journey where I kind of decided I wanted to like meet more people. Mm -hmm. And I was with a wonderful group of people um, Mm -hmm. that I was able to travel with. So that was awesome. But... I wanted to expand what I currently know. I wanted to get outside of my current experience. So yeah, out of your comfort zone. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that Gary Vee said in the beginning of the conference, he said, I challenge you to go to talks that you would normally not go to. Mm-hmm. And I challenge you to go to meet people that you would never normally talk to, you know, do things that you would never normally do. Like right. you, so he made a great example. You like fitness. You're going to go naturally to the fitness talk. Yeah. Right. But in reality, if you see something that you never normally go to, I challenge you to go to that. Yeah. So that was amazing. Um, I did learn so much more than I ever thought I would. Mm-hmm. I learned about like, like security and all these topics that like are not naturally my favorite. Wouldn't have been top of mind for you to go to. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then the next thing was like I wanted to talk to more people. So after like certain people would get up off stage, mm-hmm. I just kind of. Decide, you know what, I'm going to go up to that person. And after I did it the first time and I walked up to somebody and they were very kind back, mm-hmm. I then gained this like odd sense of confidence. Sure. And I went and talked to so many people that I would never normally talk to. Mm-hmm. And I think that brought me more confidence in, number one, my ability to talk to people. But my number two, that people are kinder than you think. Mm-hmm. And you'll be shocked at what happens if you do go outside of your comfort zone in terms of speaking to new people. Oh, for sure. I mean, that's always very anxiety-ridden or nerve-wracking to just walk up to a stranger and make conversation, especially if it's someone of note. Exactly. Right? Or you think that they're someone of note. To me, exactly. Right, right. It's funny, too, because I I thought all these people were someone of note because I've mm-hmm. known them from Twitter or something along mm-hmm. those lines. So to me, they were someone of note, but I'd like post this picture and other people would be like, I literally have no idea who that is. <laughs> I was like, I know, but they're like a big deal to me. <laughs> and that's, that's all that matters, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And them, you know, they're just, you think of yourself as just a regular person. They probably think of themselves as just a regular person. Yeah. There was this one person that said like, you want a picture with me? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I, I could tell it made their day too. They were like shocked mm-hmm. that I wanted a photo with them. Yeah. Which was interesting. I mean, I don't know if I think I probably told you this story, but when I was running for election two years ago, mm-hmm. and of course there were TV commercials on all the time, 
So I was getting recognized, you know, at the grocery store or in, in the neighborhoods or whatever. Yeah. And I think I told you about the one lady whose daughter's like, who said, my daughter, my 12-year-old just loves you. Yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> and she like had to go get her, find her like in the store. And I had to take a picture and sign it up. I'm like, I am not a celebrity. I know. But, but to it, her. But to her, you were. And so that's the same kind of thing. That and, is the coolest thing. <laughs> but I, I mean, I didn't feel like I was on some pedestal. So they don't probably either. They no. just think of themselves as real normal people. Exactly. So... But I love that, too, because you being on that other end, mm-hmm. you almost feel, like, humbled. You're like, wow. What? 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 Yeah, that. <laughs> well, it was, to me, it was bizarre. You want a picture with me? Exactly. Like, <laughs> but wh- okay. <laughs> yeah. You're like, why? Why? What? Why? <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just me. I'm just Martha. <laughs> yeah. I'm just being, being who I am, which right. I think is what people love, though. Those are the people I want the pictures with, is people who are being themselves and putting that out into the mm-hmm. world, right? And maybe they just have some notoriety for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, I had some temporary notoriety because I was on TV all the time. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, but... Mm-hmm. And I love that. It's a humbling feeling. It's mm-hmm. a wonderful feeling, and it's a... Uh, it's cool. kind of an odd feeling, too, but... <laughs> I bet. I bet. What did you feel like when you were... Like, that happened to you? Because it happened to you a few times. Oh, yeah. For, I, and it even... Ha- it happened for about a year. Exactly. You know, I remember you coming in to the gym, and you'd be like, yeah, somebody just like, came up to me and asked me if I'm, like, Martha Tash. And I, it's like, yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you also don't, like, know what to say to that. Yeah, I'm you're sure. kind of like, why? Yeah. yeah. Or, like, yes. Because yeah, I did have some people recognize me in it was also not for a good reason. So, you know, so that was kind of hard too. But for the most part, 90% of the time, it was positive. Yeah. Yeah, And and it's always like a weird, like, yes, thank you for noticing me, I guess. It's weird when, (laughs) and I'm sure it's weird for them, these other people that you're talking about too. It's weird when people know who you are, but you You don't don't know who they are. Yeah. Like when I would be giving a speech and there'd be, you know, thousands of people or whatever. And right. they all know who I am. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who hardly any of them are. Yes. You know what? So a lot of these people were actually really good at that. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, actually, the more I think about it, they would say, oh, and what's your name? Mm-hmm. And they were super quick to say, I was like, oh, my God, are you this person? They were like, yeah. And what's your name? Yes. That's that's exactly what you have to do because you want to connect one-on-one. Exactly. And yeah. I was really impressed by that because I felt so special. I was like, do you want to know my name? Mm-hmm. You know, even though, of course, when you're introducing yourself to somebody... That's what you're going to do. Yeah. Nice to meet you and, you know, yeah. the whole thing, right? Yeah. I think it was so funny. Eva, Eva Longoria was there, mm-hmm. too. And I was standing by these people who are have, you know, more comfortable with celebrities. They've been around it for a while, sure. Exactly. And they looked at me and they're... They put their hands up like high in the air. They're like, your energy and excitement is here. They're normal people. you got to bring it down. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, okay. Because <laughs> I was like a foot from her. I got a picture with her. You know, right. it was cool. But um, it is. It's a weird experience. And then you do realize, oh, wait, okay, these people are just people. Mm-hmm. And I have every right to just talk to them and connect with them like anybody else. Correct. And if they're kind, they'll connect back. And if they aren't. Then they aren't. They're lost. Yeah, exactly. They didn't get to meet you. Exactly. So it was definitely an interesting mm-hmm. experience. I loved that. So what I wrote was combined a fearless fairy and an mm-hmm. outgoing octopus, and the outcome may change you. And it sure yeah. did change me, which was kind of cool. Well, good. Use your good personality for, you know. For good. For good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, one of the next things I wrote down in my reflections, Snoop said this. We were talking mm-hmm. about how much we love Snoop. Yeah. Prior to our yeah. episode. We still love you too, Dwayne Johnson, but <laughs> we're still manifesting you on the show. But a yeah. Snoop Dogg wants to come on too. <laughs> Snoop is sick. I actually met his manager. Uh-huh. So his name's Nick Adler. Um, okay, so this is funny. I was 
getting on my plane back to Detroit, mm-hmm. and I'm walking on onto the plane, and I look to my le- right, and I'm like, oh, that guy looks like super, super familiar. Mm-hmm. And I'm like sitting in my seat. I get to my seat, sit down. I look him up. He was the, one of the last guys on stage. Okay. He was Snoop, um, Snoop's son. And then it was him and then Gary. And mm-hmm. they were all on stage together. I think it was Gary or somebody else. I'm not sure. I was like, damn, it would have been so cool to talk to him. <laughs> because now at the end of my trip, I'm on this like I'm talking to everyone. Exactly. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to talk to whoever I literally want to talk to. (laughs) Move over. I'm coming in. I'm Lex. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So I sat down. I was like, damn, I wish I could talk to him. Um, And I was like, he's going to be gone by the time I get off the plane. I'm in like coach, whatever. Mm -hmm. He's first class. And I was like, oh, I missed my opportunity. But whatever. It doesn't matter. And then as I get off the plane, he was, like, standing there waiting for, like, his friend or whatever. And His I, like, buddy who was stuck in coach. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and then I go, are you, like, Nick Adler? And he was like, yes, I am. And I was like, and we talked for, like, a minute mm-hmm. or two. And he was just, like, the nicest guy. And I was yeah. like, yes, these people are exactly, like, nor- they're just normal mm-hmm. people. And right. you can feel that. And even though he's, like not crazy famous you mm-hmm. know like he's manages snoop who's an insane right like, big... he's very successful he's just not well known like a celebrity exactly yeah. exactly Public profile i think katai was like asked for a picture and mm-hmm. he was like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do with it yeah <laughs> why <laughs> yeah, i don't i don't really know i've been asking for pictures with everybody but <laughs> um so that was cool i thought i was like i met snoop's manager that's a big deal but Hey, that's a that's a direct line to Snoop for us. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's gonna be like, I don't. He's gonna never never hear this podcast ever. I hope, honestly, actually. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, we were talking about how much we loved Snoop Dogg before mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it just something about his personality and charm and his fact that he's really into his community and mm-hmm. he's been married a long time he seems like a great family guy yeah but he's still snoop <laughs> snoop with his you know gangster rap and he's everything gonna else do going whatever on. he wants to do snoop yeah. just does what he wants he to, to do, do and that's what i kind of love but tell me what you were saying about the what does he do for the home improvement what was oh that? i i had just watched uh well he runs a youth football league okay and it's literally called like snoop league or something or something like that yeah and and it really helps a lot of young men in the Compton area yeah in near LA and you know not the best area socioeconomically yeah. and, you know so he and a lot of these kids have you know he's been able to get them off the streets because they're playing football and they have to be disciplined and be in sports mm-hmm. and you know they end up getting college scholarships or some couple have made it to the NFL right that whole thing so recently he was I was watching an episode of Celebrity IOU with the uh, Property Brothers okay and they went in and rehabbed the commissioners house the commissioner of his football league that he oh, hired yes oh, i love that and made a big like he paid for everything but he not only was he paying for it all he actually was like in you know a jumpsuit and work boots and a hard hat <laughs> <laughs> and he was picking out everything and yeah see i love it so what you know what's so funny like i feel like people say this all the time they're like i don't get why celebrities get all this attention that's mm. just what society does it gets sure. successful people attention mm. and that's kind of just what people it is people idolize who they want to be or be like it Exactly. And it's like, well, what's so bad? Like somebody like Snoop, who's like 
a, a good, you can tell this guy's just like a good person. Mm-hmm. And he is exactly, who he puts out into the world is exactly who he is on the inside. I mean, right? he hangs out with Martha, Martha Stewart <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and the Property Brothers. Yeah. And then he's doing, you know, doing the Olympics with Kevin Hart. Oh my God, <laughs> you know, very so. well-rounded. And so, right, that's actually, my point. It's funny bringing it back to what he said on stage. This is like, it's truly one of the things I wrote down. He said, only do it if it's providing you fun, F-U-N, and mm. funds, <laughs> F-U-N-D-S. And I thought that was I'm sick. thinking with, with uh, Snoop Dogg, it was uh, D-Z. <laughs> D-Z. Maybe. Uh, maybe. But yeah, it was funny. Um, so I don't know. I like that. It resonated with me for this podcast as well. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, we have fun. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's providing us direct funds. <laughs> but, you know, maybe one day it'll manifest into a Hey, but we're making back to the other thing. We're making connections. And yeah, we're yeah. enjoying it. So And hey, someone at the gym recently said... Are you MGP? <laughs> so back to that. Yeah, back to that. Who are you? Yes, I am. And what's your name? Well, they already all knew you. You were the slub already. Oh, God. No. That's just because I'm a slub in a small gym. <laughs> yeah. I'm a trainer. I'm always there. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I thought that was cool. It resonated with me a ton. This is like our time to... If you're having fun with it, do it. If it's going to make you some money, do it. Mm-hmm. And just like, why not? And If I, can do both. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if we can do both, level up on that. Yeah. Um, and I think that goes back to like, if, if like do whatever it sounds fun, it's not like, okay, all I can do is work. All I can do is have mm-hmm. this side hustle. Like you can do as many, have your hand in as many different fun things as you want. Mm-hmm. It's another guy I met. Um, he has a few projects of his own. He's like, yeah, I only do projects cause they sound like fun and I freaking want to do them. Sometimes they're stupid and mm-hmm. I like how stupid they are. <laughs> Nothing like, wrong with that. And I like that. That it's just like, ah, uh, sounds like something I want to do, so I'm going to do it. Makes life interesting. Exactly. And I think that's what resonated with me. I was like, it doesn't have to be a strict this, this, this. I'm going this avenue, this avenue, this avenue on purpose. It's, I want to do a little bit of this. It sounds fun. I'm going to do a little of that because it sounds fun. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what resonated with me. You can you can have your hands in as many things as you want. Yep. And I'm I feel sure like you're, you're embodying that a lot right now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I like trying new things and taking on new challenges. And, yeah. You've yeah. got a lot of fun different. <laughs> a lot of, uh, you know, oars in the water, so to speak. <laughs> exactly. Oars in the water. Yeah. And I think that's what makes life more fun. And I like mm-hmm. that. So yeah. It's cool. definitely not boring for no, sure. Exactly. <laughs> so definitely took that with me. All right. What else did you learn? Um, I've got some stuff about Web3, but we're not going to really get into yeah. that. We could. We, can, we could. We, we can, can have our oars in the water as well. We, we could. Can. Maybe a future one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But the last thing I, I liked a lot was a lot of people are worried about not just Web3, but mm-hmm. like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of these people spending too much time on the internet mm-hmm. and it taking them out of reality. And what I learned is this event taught me that Web3 just amplifies communities in real life. Mm-hmm. If we keep up these like meetups, these events, this community will feel more connected than ever because it was so easy to walk up to somebody and be like, oh, I know you from this. I know you from this mm-hmm. Discord chat. Oh, mm-hmm. I see you're wearing like this brand that I mm-hmm. like too. Mm-hmm. And with doing that, it actually made meeting people so much easier. I felt more connected to the people around me than ever before at any like sports event at mm-hmm. any you know whatever else so i think like people are scared of the future are mm-hmm. scared of virtual reality scared of the metaverse scared of twitter instagram facebook taking over our minds in our life when in reality if we use it the right way 
then it's not a scary thing. No, I think I th- think the big problems are when you have people that are just passively scrolling through and feeling like they're not participating in life. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if you're actively connecting with people, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Yeah. And, and being immersed in it and wanting to connect with others. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a bad thing. It's you're right. Just using it for good and not, you know, you getting lost in a different world. But also, you know what? I do have to say, even for like kids in video games, mm-hmm. right? Like some people are afraid of kids like sitting on video games all day. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm a fitness professional. Sure. I'm not saying that kids should sit inside and play video games all day long. But guess what? That kid who's sitting playing video games, who can't connect with other kids at school mm-hmm. because he's not, he might be, you know, a little different than them. Mm-hmm. But guess what? He gets online and he may be meeting people who he, that he can actually connect with. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? He may have found of a community that mm-hmm. he would have never found otherwise, right? And there's ways to do that safely, for sure. Exactly. So, yes, there are some evils. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are some hardships to, like, the, the virtual world. And I also think, you know, I'm a very in-real-life person. Mm-hmm. I see people every single day, and that's my job. So I know that's different. But I do think there are some benefits. And I think, like, we can use this for the good. Like I plan to use Discord in my upcoming challenge. Mm-hmm. I plan to use these virtual platforms to make these things more community driven. Mm-hmm. No, there's absolutely some because some people truly are introverted. Yeah. They really are. And you can't just say like snap out of it. No. <laughs> That's your personality. Exactly. And I've even seen that at school with students who are afraid to talk in class, but you know, if I throw up something where they were using a discussion board, even if we're live in class using it, mm-hmm. and they're throwing questions on there and then I'm answering, but kids that you never hear from will be on there. Exactly. And even helping each other virtually. Exactly. So we have virtual breakout rooms that we use a lot. Because it's easier to communicate online. Mm-hmm. And again, there are evils to communicating online for sure. But mm-hmm. but what's amazing about like this community that I was at, if you instill those things, like being kind, being outgoing, being empathetic, being, mm-hmm. you know, all these wonderful things, being honest, right? Mm-hmm. If you instill that in a community and then give them these, just like you said, like these discussion mm-hmm. boards, good things can happen. Right. You just have to set social norms. Yeah. You have to set here are the, the Here are the norms. Here are the rules. Exactly. And yes. And, and then I will suffocate. kick you out. Well, then usually I'm monitoring what's going on yeah. too. So they know that I can kick them out at any second. And what's also cool about these communities too is when those norms are set, mm-hmm. like this discord for Gary V's thing mm-hmm. like if one person talks badly everybody else goes in to suffocate the hate like oh yeah suff- they, they attack- self-police basically yes they self-police yeah mm-hmm. exactly even the teenagers will do that right if one kid's being a jerk they will call them out yes <laughs> which I'm like great thanks for doing my job yeah <laughs> so that's even the community I think when I and was that's doing- what you want though yeah mm-hmm. when I did the 45 days of fury challenge I had like you were on my mm-hmm. you were like my team captain and I had all these people who like I was like trusted to so much I was like, well, you just make sure, like, if I'm not available mm-hmm. and somebody's talking crap, like, help me, like, let's suffocate the hate, basically. Right, right. Yeah. No, Which, we did. We took care of it. I know you did. <laughs> so, communities, just like you said, communities, self-police. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's got to be boundaries and For lines. Sure. But it's it's cool to see that, that this world is growing in a great way. And I think that was my favorite thing. It was seeing, like, an experience, how that was created, and then the kindness of others. So, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what comes of the summer, I think it changed my, my perspective on things a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, what would we say? The summer's going to be productive. It's going to be, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's our word of the summer. <laughs> it is. Mine is expansive. It's going to be an expansive summer. So. There we go.
There we go. It's coming. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for listening to me rant on about silly little topics. But yeah, um, nothing silly about it. <laughs> yeah. Grateful to be here. Grateful to have you all. And yeah. We'll see you next week. I got this. I got this. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts and give us a five-star rating. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at I Got This Pod. See you next week. And remember, I got this.